Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry present Journeys in Faith. Now, here's Andy Santis. Hi, welcome to Journeys in Faith with Andy Santis here on this Friday evening. It's great to be here with you on this evening. And I am so glad that you're here with us because I have an amazing guest. I have Amy Brooks. She is a wife, a mom, and the founder of Prayer, Wine, Chocolate, and also Catholics Online. You definitely want to check out those two awesome websites and social media presence. So Amy, thank you so much for joining me here on Journeys in Faith. Thank you, Anne. I'm so happy to be here. This is great. It is. And we're <laughs> Hi, friends. <everybody. laughs> yeah. You've been a guest with me more than once. Uh, of course, you were a guest on the podcast that's also associated with this uh, Facebook page. It's called Sewing Hope. So you were a guest with me and Bill Snyder and also on my former TV uh, online show called The Positive Side. So I encourage people to, to check that out if you want to watch those previous episodes. So okay. Amy, as we do many, many times, I mean, the name of the show, right, is Journeys in Faith. So I thought you could start out with just telling us about you and your journey. Sure. Um, so my name is Amy Brooks and um, I have been, I'm a cradle Catholic. You know, I've been Catholic my whole life. I went to Catholic school. Um, I grew up in Philadelphia and went to Catholic grade school, high school, and then I continued Catholic college. I even got my master's degree from a Catholic university. So um, that's always been a part of my life. Um, my family went to church together every Sunday. We were, um, I was the oldest of five. And I remember when I was in like eighth grade, my dad would walk us up to the front pew. <laughs> we would all sit in the front pew, I think because I had younger brothers and sisters, I guess. Um, and I always, you know, valued prayer. I even remember at a young age wondering if I was praying correctly, like what I was supposed to think about when I prayed. Was I supposed to think about the words or, you know, I remember being that young and, and thinking about prayer. Um, so I've always like embraced my faith. I found it very interesting, interesting and fascinating when I was younger, like, you know, all through grade school, I was friends with, um, someone who her family was born again, Christian. So we often discussed, like we both were very, you know, in love with Jesus, but, um, we also had conversations that were pretty interesting for 13 year olds to, to have, you know, the differences between a Catholic and a born again Christian and things that we maybe didn't agree on. And later in life, when I graduated from college, she, she her and I were roommates. So the, the friendship and, and the conversations continued. And those conversations led me to really dive into, well, am I Catholic because I was born Catholic? Or am I Catholic because that that is what I'm supposed to be? So I, I discovered this apologetics and um, which is defending the faith and I found like a book that was actually written for high school students and I read that it was called a um, Philadelphia Catholic in a King James Court yeah and I am familiar with that book oh it's it was so good because where I was I couldn't have read like I still have never read Scott Hahn I hear he, he's great and but this was at a level that I felt like I could understand and um, even all those years of, of Catholic school, we never really did apologetics. I don't know why. I don't know why. Or maybe they did it and it just kind of went over my head. So um, that book was fascinating. And, um, and so I just, I was very interested in that. And then I, I, as I discovered more about our faith, I fell in love with it more. But then I went through a dark time. I was very depressed. And my faith was like my parachute. Like I, I, um, I started prayer journaling and that allowed me to like pour my heart out to God in, in a very intimate way. And I feel like, um, those years helped me strengthen my faith. And, um, you know, um, when, I, when I was single, that's why I was depressed. <laughs> I was single. Mm. I, I looked and hoped in our faith, like my Catholic faith. So, and I, I did find that, you know, that man and, um, so our faith is something we, we share in common in our, in our mar marriage, in our journey in life. And um, 
So we also battled infertility, which can be um, a, a spiritual battle as well. You know, you, God called me to this life, this vocation of marriage, and now I can't have children. It, was, it can be confusing and it can be scary and it can be very emotional. But we have always put, you know, our faith um, in everything. You know, whenever anything bad happens, we go to God, you know, and hopefully when the good stuff happens, we thank him. So that, um, that journey of infertility led me to start blogging because we adopted our son. And <laughs> so um, <laughs> then we wanted to adopt again, but I don't know, you know, how many people are familiar with adoption. It's very expensive. So I stopped working, but we felt called to grow our family. So I thought, let me, you know, God will find a way is basically what I believed and God showed me. Yes, I will find a way. And here are twins. So then we adopted twins. Yes. So God has shown his abundance. You know, it, it's pretty neat to be, uh, it's pretty neat to be over 40 in a way because you can look back and, and see you know, that country song, there was Jesus, there, there he was, you know, there was Jesus. He was there the whole time. So, um, my faith brings me comfort, brings me joy, gives me guidance. And, um, I don't know how people live without it, to be honest. Yes. So, um, here we are. I, you know, where are we now? Now I really enjoy, the, um, finding other inspiring Catholics and telling the world about them. And, um, when I discover Catholic ministries, like one you're very familiar with, St. Raymond Nonaltus. Thank you. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Like uh, there's so many great ministries. And when I find these ministries, I love to um, tell the world about anybody who would listen, you know? So I guess that's, you know, where my journey is now, because that is my mission with catholicsonline.net to help increase exposure and really bring Catholics and ministries and business people together bring catholics together because we are all called for a purpose and we have this you know be who god meant you to be and you'll set the world on fire so we're all called to do great things so i like to connect people <laughs> so you sure do you sure do and you do an amazing <laughs> job that's right i know it's all about your faith and uh, i'm very grateful to know you because you're uh, joy is really contagious. And I mean that, uh, I truly mean that you are one of those people who, uh, <laughs> that's such a compliment. No, really. You. It's Thank a truth. So much. Uh, that, that's you. no lie. I think Aww. people who are watching who know you, they're thinking the same thing. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Thank you. True. And, and so now I do want to invite all of you watching and listening on podcasts here to go to her website. Now she's got a couple websites. Yes. So the first one is catholicsonline.net. It's, it's a beautiful mm -hmm. website. And right on the front page, it says, can the internet really help me find Jesus? <laughs> and I think if yeah. you go through that website that you're going to find the answer is yes. 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 Uh, and they mm -hmm. have a, a terrific Facebook presence too. So why don't we start out with that one? I know we're going to talk about the other one, which is prayer, wine, chocolate, but maybe we yes. can first touch on, on uh, Catholics, Catholics Online. Online. What's that all about? I love the logo too. <laughs> Thanks. Get that mug. Um, yeah, this is our Catholics Online. So there is another Catholics Online, but we're catholicsonline.net. We actually started out, um, the first website domain I bought for it was catholicsocialmediainfluencers.com. Yes. And then somebody said to me, whoa, that's a mouthful. And I was like, you're right. It is a mouthful. <laughs> so um, what, we, it, what it is really is people who are catholic and have some type of platform they could be a blogger they could have a ministry they might be a catholic speaker or an artist um, podcaster youtuber anyone that has an online presence is on this directory or invited to be on the directory so we um and our directory i write a lot of blog posts just to bring people in to kind of give a snapshot of who you'll find if you're perusing the directory. So we have gift guides, you know, because we have a ton of talented artisans and business owners that create these amazing gifts that really nourish faith in a way that is so creative. It, I, I'm thinking of the one now, Bea Hart, um, her name's Erica, and she now has a line, she has bibs, baby bibs that have the prayer before meals on it. 
And I'm thinking that's so wonderful because you're ministering to the, <clears throat> to the mother and father who are putting the bib on their child before they eat. And you're reminding the mom and dad to pray. And, I, and everybody needs a bib. Every baby needs a bib. So it's like practical yet inspiring. So you can find all these different Catholic gifts. So, and rosaries, you can find traditional gifts like rosaries, miraculous medals, things like that. But you can find these also just unique gifts that you probably, many people I feel don't even know these things are out there. So I try to, you know, um, get louder about them and <laughs> let everyone know that they're out there. But we also have just amazing Catholic authors and bloggers, you know, um, that are practicing the faith in their busy lives in, in practical ways. So, um, you know, especially now, like it's really hard to connect with people. Um, so online connection is so important right now because our community is, I don't know, depending on where you live, social distancing is very, you know, anti-community. It's, it's difficult, it's difficult. So we're trying to be a presence where we can still can connect one another and be united in Christ together and feed one another and minister to one another. Yeah, you're doing a, so. a terrific job, honestly. Oh, you. you really are. Because I've known you now for a few years at least. Um, when I, I think it's been at least three or four years now since I met you. And, uh, and I'm just <laughs> so impressed. And uh, if you go to the website now, it says that there's authors, speakers, artisans, businesses, ministries, and so much more. So, mm -hmm. um, so what's it like for you working with all these wonderful people and what they're doing to help uh, bring faith to others? What's wonderful is that, um, you know, sometimes I, I have my own blog, Prayer, Wine, Chocolate, and uh, sometimes I share, you know, my own, um, I don't want to say revelations, because <laughs> just my own, you know, my own faith. I share that because maybe it'll help someone else. But when I'm working with all of these other bloggers and ministry leaders and artisans, I'm getting fed as well. My soul is getting fed and I'm getting ministered to. So here I am, I think I'm helping everyone, but then a, a blog post comes across my face and I'm like, oh, that one's meant for me. <laughs> I need to pay attention to that, that God's trying you know, to tell me something through someone else, which I think is, is really awesome. Yeah, so. it really is what it's all about, isn't it? Mm -hmm. About community. And yeah. I have to say, I think you came in at the right time. Who would have guessed three, four, five years ago that we'd be in a global pandemic? So I, I do think the Catholics Online came in yeah. just at the right time. Because oh, you know God I, thinks of everything. Yeah. Right? And we can become friends with, really, I mean, really? all the way across the country and maybe even outside of the United States. I'm sure you've had some people join that maybe are yes. in the United States, the continental US. We do. We have Kiara, um, from the founder of Catholic Mothers, who's in London. We have someone from Panama, Jessica from Panama. Um, Rebecca, who lives in Poland. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Word is getting out. I'll a lot of Canadians, you. some Australians, it, I guess because of English, but we do have a Mexican blogger that is living in the United States. She's not a citizen. So she, um, her blog is in Spanish, but she's part of our community too. I think so, you're yeah. really growing. You are. Well, I mean, you know, we known, rise with grown. other, right? We, 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 um, what's the saying? We rise by lifting others, mm. you know, so, Amen. you know, that's what we're called to be the body of Christ. We're, we're called to, to do that. We're called to lift up one another and therefore be there for one another. I mean, I, it can't be a replacement for, there's nothing like being in person. There's nothing like being yes. in person. So, um, you know, I'm so grateful. And you and I live in the same archdiocese. Like we can go That's to right. mass, but I don't know how it is everywhere else. I don't, I don't know if some places, you know, still have churches closed. I hope not. But, um, you know, thankfully where we live, uh, we are so lucky where we live. We live in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. I don't know about your parish, but my parish want to receive communion on the tongue. They have a certain Eucharistic minister that stands by. They wash their hands in between every person. So I, I don't think everybody has that. And, and we really are lucky where, where we live, I think. At least I feel that way. I do. So. And I'm thinking my own church. I'm a member of St. Mary's Parish. 
and Father Louis Bellapedi and say hello if he's happened to be watching. <laughs> but yes, he does the same thing. You know, at my church, there's the separate uh, extraordinary minister. It's actually their deacon, permanent deacon that right. uh, gives communion on the tongue. And as you said, mm -hmm. uh, washes his or, or uh, right. sanitizes his hands in between. So right, all right. the details are there. <laughs> right. Following <laughs> all the blessing. rules, but still really accommodating, really accommodating the people. That's right. So, Amen. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yes. Very happy to be a part of this archdiocese and very blessed and ching that if you want to learn more about the archdiocese, <laughs> go to archvilla.org. I know that website because there's just so many great resources there and yeah. uh, our wonderful, wonderful archbishop, uh, Nelson Perez too. So very yeah. blessed to have him. Yeah. So, but back to Catholics online. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a little sidetracked. No, that's okay. Digress. Okay. It's kind of fun when we go off track a little bit. Yeah, now, the yeah. other thing with this Catholic social media influencers, can you explain to the audience a little bit about that um, and how that community works too? Well, okay. So catholicsonline.net is a directory. So any Catholic or any Christian or anyone can go to catholicsonline.net and find inspirational content, gift ideas, ministries to support or volunteer for, um, speakers to in, to have um, maybe speak virtually at, a, at an event. So um, the people that are listed on that directory, and there's close to 300, between 200 and 300 people, um, they are all in a group and we support one another. So right now we use the platform of Facebook as a group. So there's a group in Facebook that when you sign up for catholicsonline.net because you are a Catholic speaker or you're running a Catholic ministry, um, there's a group so that if you are sharing things on your Facebook page and it, the algorithms seem to be making no one see it, you can join a support thread and there's like 10 other people that will share your things or comment and that helps algorithms, which I know nothing about algorithms, <laughs> but it apparently is a thing. <laughs> it and is a thing. That's right. So we just try to help one another. We educate one another, you know, how to use Instagram, um, how to use Instagram better, um, how to use Facebook better, um, why you should use video, um, when you should use video, and just, you know, different marketing ideas, um, mainly social media marketing, but not always just social media marketing. Because um, if, if you're watching and you want to support small business, it really helps small businesses if you sign up for their newsletter, if you comment on their posts, if you share their posts on social media. But there are still people who are not on social media. So, you know, email, newsletters, and, and just telling a friend, you know, about these um, wonderful ministries that exist is helpful. Anything is helpful. Of course, purchasing it from, from them is great too, but it's not the only thing you can do. It's the, you know, we, small businesses don't have a huge budget for marketing. So we need, we depend on word of mouth and, and our email newsletters. Like when you give someone your email address, that's a big deal to them. When you open their emails and you click on their links and you become a, engaged in their content, that is very helpful to these small businesses. So please continue to do that. <laughs> oh, yes. I agree completely yeah. because, uh, the viewers know uh, week after week we have a commercial for the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation, which mm -hmm. you can learn about at nonatus.org. We help yeah. families in crisis, especially those affected by divorce and separation. We all have the idea of uh, getting connected via the email because right. you're right, not everyone is totally engaged in social media as much as some. Right. Uh, so those email addresses are very valuable to uh to people especially like you said small businesses and nonprofits right right really are and just because you follow something on on facebook doesn't mean you're ever going to see anything they post because facebook started out and free pretty much but now what facebook does and who can blame them you know it's a business is that they um hide a lot of things and they encourage small businesses to pay for ads you know they do. and that's you know, if you're not paying for an ad, you may not, even though you have 5,000 people that like your page, that doesn't mean maybe 20 people see some things. It's, it's, it's getting tough for small businesses to use that platform. 
you know, God will That's provide. That's right. That is completely <laughs> true. I'm so. learning all those lessons myself, as I said, as a director for a nonprofit. So I like to take a moment just to thank the people who you are connected with on Catholic social media influencers and on Catholics online, because mm-hmm. your uh, faith and, and your ministry is enriching my life. And every time when I look at social media and I see all those wonderful posts and articles and mm-hmm. artisans. So I just yeah. want to encourage people to like uh, your Facebook page at Catholics Online. And the other yes. one is Prayer Wine Chocolate. I thought we'll spend the second half of the show talking about that one. Right. Um, is there anything else, though, about Catholics Online that you want people to know? Any kind of call to action there? Well, actually, yes. Um, if you are on Facebook, we have another um, Facebook page. It's called Catholic Shopping Bag. Mm, yeah. And um, especially with Christmas coming up, you know, you have your children, your godchildren, your nieces, your nephews, your friends. Um, we really, on our Catholic Shopping Bag page, really promote all our small businesses and our artists and our artisans and our authors, you know, because we have a ton of authors. So um, check out Catholic shopping bag and you know once in a while check again with the algorithms make sure you're commenting and sharing things because then it'll show up on your newsfeed more often and your friends will see it too so that um, you'll get some great ideas you really will I mean this really like I said practical things that have an element of faith and um, some great books some great great books and um, and then you know it's the time of year when you want to give you'll see the ministries that are doing phenomenal work that you'll want to be a part of it. You will want to give to them. You'll want to volunteer. You'll want to share their things because they're doing such amazing work. So, No, it's a good point. It really is. And the only way we can find out about ministries like that are through organizations like yours because it's not like you turn on the TV or you see them in uh, certain news articles or, you know, promotional ads. You know, you see them at places like Catholics online. So yeah, yeah, really good. So and there's now, a ton of giveaways too, like real quick. Yeah, tell us about that. Um, when small businesses have a giveaway on Instagram, if you enter that giveaway, first of all, you might win something. And second of all, you're helping that small business because um, through giveaways, small businesses gain exposure. Often they tell you to share it or tag someone. So what you're doing is you're helping spread the spread word of the business through word of mouth. And um, plus you might win something, you know? Yeah. It's, it's always fun to win <laughs> stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Something you would have bought and spent money on. So you mentioned yeah. the holidays. I think it really is. Honestly, it's a perfect time to connect with you, especially all those artisans and, uh, and all those authors who it would be such a great way to evangelize. You know, this mm-hmm. is, uh, journeys in faith and you're on fiat yes, ministry yes. network i have to make a <laughs> yes. shout out to our fantastic producer kent kolhoski and jennifer Hi, sinclair <laughs> who does a lot of our social media posting and of course my good friend bill snyder actually they're all my good friends kent jennifer <laughs> and bill uh bill is my co-host on sewing hope uh, which Amy, of course, I said you were a yeah. guest there. So yeah. I want to just thank them because they are all sending this podcast and this show out all over the place. You know, uh, mm-hmm. we're all over the place. And I just encourage people to share because when you share this video or when you share, make a watch party or share the podcast, you're helping Amy, you're helping the business, you're helping Help her me. ministry. <laughs> yeah. So please um, share it out. Watch parties great. are great. So if you haven't yeah, done it yet, yeah. just click the watch party on Facebook now and share it with mm-hmm. all your friends. You'll get that notification <laughs> to great, uh, great. learn more about the wonderful ministry of Amy Brooks and also uh, Catholics Online. And <laughs> yeah, you Catholic said no, online. but yes. And <laughs> Catholics also, Online. Catholics <laughs> Online. Did I say? Okay. Yeah. And also, uh, prayer, wine, chocolate. So um, now we do have to take a short break. So we will be back in just a couple minutes with Amy Brooks. We're going to learn more about her wonderful work. So stay tuned here on Journeys in Faith. Hi, my name is Ann DeSantis and I'm the director for the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. You can learn about us on our website at nonatis.org. I'm here to tell you today about two great podcasts that I hope that you will tune in. 
the first Tuesday of every month at 8 o'clock, we have a podcast specifically for Catholics affected by divorce. From 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern, go to Philly Nonatis on YouTube to subscribe. In addition, we also have a podcast the last Thursday of every month. That's also at 8 o'clock Eastern time for one hour. And that one is for families in crisis. We have some really great guests coming up soon, so hope to see you then. Please also consider the fact that you can make spiritual direction appointments with us with our spiritual moderator. Go to our website on the contact form and just reach out to us. We'd be happy to hear from you and look forward to setting up an appointment. So we'd love to connect with you. Please share this video and let people know that we're there for families affected by divorce and also families in crisis. Thank you. Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network present the Discover Your Mission series. When I was young, in the 1950s, I attended Catholic Grammar School and I memorized the Baltimore Catechism. In fact, I think I got an A on all of my tests. Um, I faithfully attended Mass each week, not because I wanted to, but because I was afraid if I didn't, I would suffer eternal damnation. I followed all the rules. I followed my Catholic faith um, faithfully. But it wasn't until I became a wife and a mother and I began to try and pass my faith on to my children that I realized that everything I knew about Jesus was memorized doctrine. I can't even share with you how I was so wrote in my faith. And I was attending this, but I was not present. I was a good man, I was a good father, I was instilling the sacraments into my family. Uh, I was definitely not intentional, I was stuck broke in my faith. But what kind of strength did he have? Jackie did not just have a strength of body or baseball skill. He had a strength inside of his spirit, a courageous, meekness that empowered him to play the game. Work, And I tell him what is going on with me and he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no, no, no. I think this is like some sort of miracle, dude. And he's like, okay, you know, of course, but I'll believe it when I see it. Honey, you've been trying to quit and you've been saying this and saying that. And I'm a, you know, he, his big line to me is you shouldn't say things <laughs> because I never follow through on them. And so this was, Week after week, month after month, he is looking at me like, this is a miracle. There is no way that you, on your own, could have done this. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 16 through 21, St. Paul compares the sacrifice of the Christians to the sacrifice of Israel and then to the sacrifice of the pagans. Paul calls the chalice, the blood of Christ, and the bread as participation in the body of Christ, and then warns his listeners that you cannot partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons at the same time. So in other words, you need to decide what are you going to participate in? Are you going to participate in the historic Christian idea of the altar of sacrifice which is in the Eucharist or not. Welcome back to thank you so much for joining us here on this Friday evening. And as I said at the beginning, I have an amazing guest. Again, I have Amy Brooks. Amy is a wife, a mom, the founder of Prayer, Wine, Chocolate, and also Catholics Online. So uh, I, if you haven't watched the beginning of the show, please uh, do go back again and learn about her ministry <laughs> called Catholics Online. Because right now we're going to talk about her other ministry. It's called Prayer, Wine, Chocolate. So Amy, please do tell us about that. Yes. So um, prayerwinechocolate.com is a blog. Let's start it as a blog. 
Um, and the name Prayer Wine Chocolate, sorry, uh, it came from when I was in my 20s, there was a group of girls that I was friends with, about four of us, um, that we got together on Thursday nights. It was the last season of Friends, and we would like do a potluck dinner, watch Friends, and we would pray the rosary. Because we were all kind of going through something tough. So, and it was pretty neat though, because it, the four of us was, it was pretty consistent, but people brought friends. Like sometimes it was like eight people, you know, all girls, women. And um, we would pray the rosary, but we'd also have a glass of wine, some chocolates to snack on. And that time where before prayer, before we would pray the rosary, we would say our intentions was so therapeutic. It just, well, the rosary too, it just calms you. I was praying she would have children. Years went by and then we were at my friend's house who did have children and we were saying we should write a book because of all the things we prayed for and you know where we are now and uh we're like what would we call it and somebody said prayer wine chocolate you know i guess it was oh, around wow. that time. eat pray love must have been out around that time eat pray love so we were kind of just looking at and we're like prayer wine chocolate so um when i went to start my blog I actually was going to call it Raining Roses because I love St. Therese. Mm. And I've prayed the, um, there's a novena prayer where you ask St. Therese to pick you a rose from the heavenly gardens and send it to you as a message of love. And I've prayed that many times and she sends me roses. So um, that was my first thought, but that domain was taken. <laughs> so I couldn't oh. use it. And then I thought <laughs> prayer wine chocolate. And then when I told my husband, he's like, oh, that is totally you. <laughs> So I wanted to write about my faith, but what really motivated me to start a blog was that we were on an adoption journey and we were going to adopt without the help of an agency. And it was really a leap of faith. So I was doing a ton of research on how I could connect with life, pro-life groups and, and just ministries that took in women that were homeless and, and helping them choose life um, and different ways to just let people know if they were considering adoption that we were out there. And I wanted to document it all because I felt strongly that my husband and I were not in this, the only people who felt intimidated by the cost of adoption, but called to adopt. So I wanted to share our story so that I could help other people that didn't feel like they had the funds to pursue a family through adoption. I wanted to help them. So I would write about that, but really what ended up happening is I started writing more about my faith and God went, <laughs> you know, we had our son, Xavier, he was about three or four when I started Prayer Wine Chocolate. And he had to be three because he was four. So um, when he was four, <laughs> God brought our twins into our life. That's right. Amazing. Um, so it was kind of like God said, I, I, I am full of abundance. Why are you worrying? <laughs> you know, I'm not going to give you one baby. I'm going to give you two. <laughs> like, it's just, just amazing. Just That's really. Right. It's such an know. incredible story. Just getting to yeah. know you and uh, you're so you filled too. with faith. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, it's a, God always plans when people cross paths. I believe that. Right. There's right. a reason for everything. So. Yeah. yeah, what a like great our friend Allison. Um, Allison, Allison yes, yes, she works for Wine Ministries and she mm. has her own blog, Reconciled to You. And she says, There are no coincidences, there's just God sentences, you know. That's so I true. That. Yeah, I don't know if she invented that word, but I'm going to give her the credit for it. The God sentences, yeah, <laughs> yeah I have God, heard that before, but if she <laughs> invented it, then congratulations. <laughs> But we Should make a shout out Webster's. to her, Allison. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Allison, and thank watching. you so much for all you do. Yeah. God bless. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Now, on your website, I love it when you go to Prayer on Chocolate, the first thing it says is be who God meant you to be, and you will set the world on fire, Catherine of Siena. Uh, and then you, underneath that, you have the perfect Catholic mini retreat for tween girls. Maybe you can tell us about that. Yes. So, when I started writing my blog posts, I, um, I wrote this one story, which is just an incredible miracle. And I do feel called to tell everyone to pray the spiritual adoption prayer. So there's this prayer, I believe it was written by Fulton Sheen. And it takes less than 30 seconds to say. And basically you pick a name and you pray for, for the mother, you know, to choose life. 
So we were praying that prayer, my family, and this huge miracle happened. Um, I'll have to link it, you know, it, a huge miracle happened. Basically, I met the woman who was praying for her baby outside of a Planned Parenthood. Mm. So I wrote about it. And when I wrote about it, a man named Jerry Winley Doust read my story, contacted me, said, this is a great story. I want to help you edit it. And we became friends. And I, I said, oh, you're a publisher. Cause I could tell from his own website and, you know, we just got to know each other and he was a publisher. And, um, I said, I, I had an idea for a book like 17 years ago. <laughs> like, you know, I said, it, could I pitch it to you? And he said, oh yeah, sure. So I went, I found my old prayer journal where I had this idea for a book for girls, like in sixth, seventh and eighth grade. And the title of the book, which he helped me publish originally, but now it's with our Sunday visitor is That's be right. yourself a journal for Catholic girls. I so, love it. I've seen and, the book before. It's amazing. Yeah. So that book was meant to be like, I mean, it's all, it's amazing how God is this great orchestrator because when I started the blog, I, I wasn't even thinking of that. It was something I jotted down in the back of a prayer journal, like over a decade before mm. And, um, yeah, so I, I wrote it and Jerry, Jerry, he owns Grace Watch Media. You got to check out his stuff. He's, he, uh, he wrote a couple books, 77 ways to pray with your kids. Um, yeah, so he's a great guy and he really, it, he made it happen. And, um, so that book now is ranking in the top 50 for children's journals on mm. Amazon for children's inspirational books on Amazon and children's prayer books or something. There's three categories where it's been in the top 50 for the past year. So it's really resonating with parents and their daughters. And I've met some girls that, um, that have the journal and they're like, we love it. And one mom said, um, she wants another one. <laughs> like she wants, she oh. wants another one. Um, and she, I think she bought it for her again. She said, oh yeah, I like comparing my answers from last year to this year, like how my answers change. And um, so it's, it's a journal for girls that allows them to share their worries and their inmost thoughts with God, but it also has a social aspect, almost like a teen magazine aspect where it has like quizzes and, you know, what's your favorite song and who's your yes. favorite celebrity. And then why don't you say a prayer for your favorite celebrity? So it, it bridges their life and what's important to them and it connects them to their faith. And um, it's fun. I, I, I remembered what was fun at that age and I made sure I included it. So, because faith can be fun. And um, as soon as I wrote that, so that last blog post is helping because some parishes have used it with groups of girls. So I just, I have actually gone and done these retreats with like, like a dozen girls or so mm. before COVID. But you can do it social distancing as well. I put that in the blog post. So you can you can bring girls together that age in a group, introduce the journal, do a fun craft with them that is actually designing the back cover of the journal. We left it blank on purpose and gave them directions on how to design it themselves. So as soon as that came out, everyone's like, where's the boys journal? That's I right. Like, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> not here yet yeah so the boys journal came out this year yeah and, i know and a lot of help from jerry and we have this great um graphic designer the same graphic designer did the boys and the girls her name's laurie nelson mm. I her studio's agape design so um you know because there's a lot of artwork in it there's coloring pages and just place things to doodle on each page there's a lot of artwork in it so laurie nelson did the artwork the graphic design cover yeah how great is that hey well, with the with the holidays coming up aren't these great books for your tweens absolutely and for your nieces and nephews or for a gift for someone right i mean yeah. some kind of a, a gift for pollyanna or something like that yeah uh, and what's great about really them awesome is the, oh i'm sorry to interrupt I'm no sorry. that's okay that's fine well, with the <laughs> feedback we're getting and this is what brings me such peace and relief and like oh thank goodness that the kids actually like the book, mm. you know? So, um, Kristen Brown, I don't know. Kristen Brown does the portrait of the saints. She like takes pictures of people. Yes, and I, look like I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. So she bought one and he said, this is the coolest book ever. Did he? Yeah. I was like, 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, that people are really, um, Sarah Estabrooks's son, she got it. Her son's like 10. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, you have to give me that book. I have to take pictures of it before you write in it. And he was like hugging at it. He like didn't want to give it mine. To <laughs> yeah. So it's just so nice. Oh, and I gave it to the kid up the street and he's like, I said, do you like it? Cause he's the first person I gave it to. I said, do you think it's good? He said, I think it's great. <laughs> it's like, mm. I love you. <laughs> so what a relief because with the girls journal, I was like, this is fun. You know, you know, I, I, I think it's fun with the boys. I was a little nervous, you know, because you know, yeah, because, uh, yeah, yeah, I understand what you're saying, mm-hmm. but it's needed, isn't it? I mean, yeah. in the development of character and virtue, especially for, for young guys and, and for girls too, of course, women and, mm-hmm. and men, uh, young women and young men who are developing their characters, oh, just couldn't be better. Yeah. And you know, it's been interesting through this journey. I've found that a lot of men do prayer journal. Hmm like grown men. I'm Gary. Yeah. Who's, what's Gary's last name? Gary Zemeck. Yeah. He had a podcast and, um, I forget what it was called, but one time I wrote the benefits of prayer journaling on my prayer wine chocolate box and he got in touch with me and had me on his podcast because apparently that's something that really helped him through his life was prayer journaling. And, um, John Kenuthia, I think he's big on, um, he's another Catholic speaker. He, um, he's big on prayer journaling. So it was neat to know that um, prayer journaling is definitely something both men and women do and find helpful. Yeah, and so, it's, a, it's a keepsake yeah. too, isn't it? I mean, because it's not something when you prayer journal, most of the time, at least I know for myself, to get rid of those books. I'm inclined mm-hmm. to keep them because right. that's what I wrote, say, 15 years ago or whatever. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. right. And well, and it's neat to go to back. See, right. What you prayed for and, and how God worked it all out, you know? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. You see how God worked things out. So yeah. is there anything else about prayer wine chocolate that you like to share? Oh, I need... Uh... I try to do a lot of Catholic fellowship. We, I was having, um, every year I was having a retreat, a prayer wine chocolate retreat, and it was just yes. one day. Um, but this year, if anybody wants to pray, it's really tough this year. So I still wanted to do it with social distancing and everything, but um, I'm, I'm hitting some walls, but I'm also hitting some open doors. So I don't know what exactly is gonna happen this year. And in the future, like we keep saying, People keep saying, oh, I can't wait until 2020 is over, but that doesn't really mean anything. I don't know when this pandemic's going to end. I don't know yeah, when I agree. environments are going to go away. I don't know when people are going to stop being afraid. That's of- right. Well, you hear that word new normal, you know, and, and yeah. um, things might go back to somewhat of a normal, but I don't think it will be too soon that people are completely not, quote, worried about getting sick right. and whatever, you know, people right. are still going to be in that Especially mode of people who have diabetes and, and yes. you know, and just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Anne. No, I agree <laughs> with I'm you. I'm hoping, you know, I love that aspect that I could come out from behind the screen and enjoy a glass of wine and prayer with other women. And, um, it's a couple of women have told me this is like Christmas for them when we have the prayer wine chocolate retreat. They're oh like, yeah. I go every year. I make sure my husband has off. This is Christmas for me. You know, I get to pray. I get to go to the winery and hang out with other women that share our, our faith and um, recharge, you know? Yeah, so. it makes complete sense. And you know, the fellowship aspect is very important and that has been harder for people during COVID. Right. Uh, so it's, it's just great that you do so much with the online presence too, because yeah. that helps people to feel, understands what I'm talking about, just mm-hmm. how far things have come with technology is just uh, really incredible. <laughs> right. And, right. Yeah. yeah. We are able to stay connected. Yeah. It is a big blessing. So, yeah. um, Hey, I wondered while we're talking about prayer, wine, chocolate, if you had any particular prayer intentions that you wanted to share with people, uh, on this show. Yeah. Well, the prayer wine chocolate retreat, that's my first, you know, I would love for it to happen, but of course I want everyone to stay healthy, Mm. but I would really like, and I just wouldn't mind some prayers for both ministries because, um, it's not easy. I have three small children and, um, you know, I, I still want to help contribute financially to our family. And, um, 
but my heart is here. So I, you know, God will provide a way, but if you could help pray about that, <laughs> that invite that people to pray for you. Thrive. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Like uh, my prayers that will survive and thrive and, um, really bring a lot of people who, um, maybe are lukewarm or mm. have fallen away back to Jesus and, and, and back to their calling so that they can be who God meant them to be and set the world on fire. That's know? right. Yeah. Let's talk about some of your favorite saints too. I thought we could do that because uh, okay. I know that you like St. Therese of Lisieux. Any others yes. are inspiring to you? So when I was 24, St. Therese's relics came. I live very close to um, the Carmelite Monastery. Mm, okay. Um, so I, I got to like, experience her relics you know go and, and i visited and i guess i touched where her relics were and i was 24 at the time this is how old saint Tres was tell us why well okay for one i know i was reading about her and and she would write letters to her um brother and she would talk about how much she loved her husband so i remember one time like matt and i got in a fight so I was reading about her and I was like, can you, can you pray for us? And then he called me and he said he was sorry. <laughs> so I just feel like she's a great advocate for married women. Mm. But another reason is I have a three-year-old daughter right now and she's intense. <laughs> and St. Kelly wrote about when St. Therese was three, oh, she that's writes right. about her saying this child <laughs> screams when she does not get her way. Like, and it's like, Oh, St. Sally, you get it. <laughs> you know, you understand. And, and what hope there is in the child that is really testing your patience became a saint, like this great saint. Mm. So, um, and she I don't feel so bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I know and I Sally, tested patience too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. We all, it's just, that's it's right. just so real. Like I could connect with her. And she was a lace maker. She had her own business. You know, so here I am trying to have my own business and be a mom. So I feel like I just, I just really love her daily, the way it's pronounced. Daily. Okay. But I'm not sure. I don't know. But Thanks I like for her. the encouragement. Any others yeah. that you like? Yeah. Well, St. Catherine of Siena. Um, mm. I think it's St. Teresa of Avila. There's something now that I want to learn more about, but of course our, our blessed mother. Yeah. Our lady, the miraculous medal. Ever since I started my blog, I started wearing a miraculous medal and became aware of the consecration and, and just became much more aware of how she's like pulling me towards her son, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so our blessed mother and, um, St. Jose Maria Escriva. I yes. keep seeing quotes everywhere and I'm like, every I know quote it's amazing. Makes me stop. Mm. So I, I want to get to know him better. And I love St. Joseph. I, I mean, the fact I love so many saints. So we could talk about this forever. I love St. Gianna. Um, you know, I just figured out, I met St. Gianna's daughter and nine months later, the twins were born. Mm. Like almost exactly nine months later. Cause I gave her our intentions. I had all these intentions from readers, blog readers and from myself. And she held the book and um, I talked to her, I prayed a Hail Mary with her. And um, Jaina is a derivative of Gianna, which was not planned, but maybe God had that plan, you know? So yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah that's beautiful. So many saints that can pray for us and inspire us and walk with us. Thank you. I mentioned that because I noticed that a lot of times when I look at some of the posts that you put up or some of the people that you know, that a lot of them are based on some of the saints. So I just want to thank you for that. If I could also make a quick shout out because there is an online conference coming up called Modern Saints. It's through uh, okay. smartcatholics.com and it's going to be, I think it's the weekend of October 23rd and 24th if I'm, if I'm right, unless it's 22nd and 23rd, but it's the Saturday and Sunday. So if you'd like to get involved, um, it is free to sign up. There are some tiers for the mm -hmm. different other packages. If you do want to pay, I think it's like starting at $10, but basically just to get involved in the community it's free. Mm -hmm. So you go to smartcatholics.com and I believe it's like back uh, forward slash modern hyphen saints. So you might want to check that out too. Cause it's uh yeah, I joined it, but I just, I, I, I'm so overwhelmed right now, you know? Yeah. There's so I much going on in that community, but I just, there's very few because of the three-year-old twins. I can't sit down at the computer for too long. 
So I haven't been able to really engage, but I have connect. I, I've seen it. I've heard of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand I right now, but yeah. I'm going to be giving a short talk. It's only 15 minutes uh, on modern saints for that online re- oh, uh, conference. Great. And yeah. my talk is going to be on St. Catherine Drexel. Which we so both good. know is a another one. I Philadelphia area saint. So mm-hmm. if you want to look and listen to my talk, then like I said, go to uh, smartcatholics.com. So yeah, thank. Mm. And yeah. I I remember a while ago, just to bring up a past memory, weren't you setting up like a one day retreat years ago mm-hmm. to the shrine because you invited yes. me and I couldn't make it that day. Yeah. I was disappointed. Yeah. But that I was do our have that first memory. prayer wine chocolate retreat, and I made it the first because they were closing, and I wanted to make mm. sure we got there before they closed. I yeah, because remember. her shrine was on that the beautiful grounds where she lived in for years and years. But um, now her shrine is at the cathedral. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but we were able to walk the grounds and go to mass where she went to mass every mm. day, and oh, I great. tried to I tried to get in a room, but. <laughs> they wouldn't let me. Oh. <laughs> I said, can yeah. I see the room? She's like, they were like, people live there still. The sisters, because the mm. sisters of Blessed Sacrament still mm-hmm. lived there at the time. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much. And listen, thank you so much for the wonderful work you're doing, honestly and thank truly. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. You have to come back again, because I'm sad to say that we're almost finished the okay. show. Did okay. you have any final words before we end, just to our to our viewers, any uh, call to action or anything that you want to say before we end? Um, I would love if you bought a Be Yourself journal for someone in your life. Be Yourself a Catholic Journal for Boys, or Be Yourself a Catholic Journal for Girls. That would be wonderful, because um, you know, um, they're the 9, 10, 11, 12, 13-year-olds right now are living in a time that is unlike any other, and they need to connect mm. with God just as much as all of us do. That's so right. So this would be a good way, you know, and give, and, and don't be afraid to give a gift that's Catholic-related. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Like, you don't- Amen. Yeah. I, I would say that's my call to action. Really, like, check out catholicsonline.net and find something to give everyone on Christ's birthday that has to do with Christ. You know, it's his Yes. I totally and, agree with you. You know, it doesn't have to be the only thing you give, you know, it, but add an element that reminds everyone the reason for this season. Exactly. Yeah. So important. Hey, it's going to be here before we know it. So it is, it is. Yes. Amy, yeah. thank you so much. Please do come back again to You're Journeys welcome. in thank Faith you. and to also the <laughs> Sewing Hope podcast. So yeah. I'm going to uh, just at, at wish everyone, wish all of you who are watching a wonderful week. And I will see you here next week on Friday evening at 8.30. God bless.